I want you to give 110%. That's what my old football coach used to say. He worked hard. He even played in the NFL, so he must know what he's talking about, right? Leave it all on the field. Lay it all on the line. If you're not giving your best, why even try at all? What you achieve in life is up to you. When I wasn't doing well in my schoolwork, my high school teachers would say, you're not applying yourself. Try harder. You're smart enough. You can do it. You are taught from the earliest of ages, if you want this, you have got to do that. If you want a raise at work, you must sacrifice yourself and give it your all. And if you want a promotion at work, you must give 110%. You've got to give it everything that you have inside of you. But what if? What if you've put in the blood, sweat, and tears into your career for many years and you get nothing. Worse, you get a pay cut, a reduction in hours, or even worse, you get laid off. You've given everything and received nothing. Exhausted, drained, empty, completely out of gas. You've got nothing left to give. This is the cross you now bear. The mother of James saw her sons give up everything in the, in the life that they had before. Before following Jesus. She didn't want her sons to end up with nothing. Even more, the sons of Zebedee were willing to drink from the cup that Jesus would drink. Whatever it takes. The mother of the sons of Zebedee and her two grown men's sons went to Jesus and asked him for a promotion. Now is the time, the loving mother decided. Make James and John your vice presidents. Make James and John your right-hand man and your left-hand man. Look at the text. She didn't even ask. It was a command to Jesus. Well, for those of us who love God, this couldn't be a good thing. But she's a mother, and after all, she had watched her sons give up everything to follow Christ. And for you mothers, watching your kids give it their all and then getting nothing takes everything out of you. You would do the same for your children. You want all things to work out for the good of your children. Paul says to the Romans, for those who love God, all things work together for good. 
for you, you who love God, you must realize that you do not have all of these things. These things must come from outside of you. And this is for your own good. This is for your best. Men, women, and children of St. Paul, you have been called according to God's purpose. You are called by the gospel to leave pride behind, to follow Christ. And you have been called by the gospel to love Jesus Christ. This is your first vocation. You shall have no other gods before him. None. Not the God that is your children's greatest achievements, and not the God that is your career. You shall have no other gods. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. You shall fear, love, and trust in God above all things. And if you don't, you're on your own. And you will run empty. You shall fear, love, and trust in God above all things. And all of these other things, good and evil, work together for your good. Because there will be times that you bear your cross. You will suffer when you lose your job. You will suffer when you see your children not getting what you think that they deserve. You'll suffer many tribulations. But here are the good things. Suffering ends, and your glory will last forever. You have been called by God because, as our reading says, you were chosen. You have been called by God so that you may be justified. And you've been called by God to be a Christian. God glorifies Christ, so also God glorifies you. What then shall we say to these things? If God is all for us, who can be against us? God is so very for us that he did not pull his son aside from danger. God gives his son for you because God is for you. God is on your side. Even through great loss and sufferings. Greater sufferings than losing a job. Like losing a loved one. God's promise is that he is with you in your suffering. And because God, God does not want you to suffer after death, he bears the greatest suffering of all. God in the flesh puts himself in your place to drink the cup of wrath, bodily and spiritual punishment for all the sins of mankind. A baptism in his very own blood. God is for you in everything, in all things. God works together for your good. Dear mothers, God gives his only child 
so that your children may be glorified. Dear children, that's all of us. God gives you his only child so that he may adopt you. How would your God then not graciously give you all things? Who in the world could ever bring any charge against your faith, dear, justified, chosen, righteous, glorified Christian? Who is to condemn anyone with your faith? For you have been glorified by God in Christ Jesus. You, you who love God, you who have no other gods before the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you cannot run empty. There will never be a day where you have nothing. Never. He who sits at the right hand of God, he who died for you, he who is raised for you, Jesus Christ intercedes for you. You love Jesus because he loved you first. This love can never be broken. His love for you never stops. Nothing shall separate you from the love of Christ. Not tribulation, not distress, not persecution, not famine, nakedness, nor danger. Nothing shall separate you. Not even the sword that martyred St. James the Elder. Not even the sword will separate any of us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. But you may feel like you are just being killed all the day long. Are you to think of yourself as a sheep being guided into the slaughterhouse? No. Be strengthened by the grace, grace of Christ. As Paul writes to Timothy, be strengthened by all the gifts that are in Christ Jesus. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus, but do not get entangled in civilian pursuits. Your aim is to please the one who enlisted you. Remember your first vocation, Christian soldiers. In all these things, you are more than conquerors through Christ who loved you, because all of these things, good or evil, cannot separate you from this love. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. St. James the Elder saw the love of Christ, raise the daughter of Jairus from the dead. St. James also saw Jesus transfigured on a mountain in all his glory. The love of Christ was actually visible. And on Maundy Thursday, after the Last Supper, St. James the Elder saw Jesus Christ sweat blood. Jesus sweat blood in agony over the cup of wrath he was about to drink. 
This was the cup that James was so willing to take to be able to sit in the company of Christ. And it would have killed James for good. Instead, all things worked for his good. And now, James got what he wanted in the first place, but without anything of his own doing. James now sits in the company of Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, who became nothing on the cross, so that we may have everything. Amen.